0: Hi, this is Jane. This is Alicia. Welcome to Twin Peaks, population 5120. We are the Log Ladies. Today we're recording from the Great Northern Hotel.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty different than all the other places we've been to. So just like people spontaneously breaking out into dance. and A lot
0: of uh, bouncy balls.
1: Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on here.
0: Definitely. A lot of souls, a lot of spirits. That one-armed guy, not wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing uh, Season 2, Episode 8. And this episode is called uh, A Drive with a Dead Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you confused? <laughs> I thought I said the title wrong because I didn't write it down. It just was going from memory. I was hoping your reaction would uh, make me... F- confirm. Confirm. Yeah. yeah. I liked it.
0: I wanted to just let it sit there. <laughs> um, and...
1: Uh, it- wait, did I get it wrong?
0: <laughs> no. No. I mean, you added an A. It's just drive with a dead girl. Oh, okay.
1: And then uh, in this episode, Ben receives an unwelcome surprise Norma's mother arrives in Twin Peaks with a new husband, and Bob covers his tracks. Ooh,
0: I like it. Yeah, I thought this, um, is,
1: this is a good one. So, r-
0: Real quick, this this episode was directed by Caleb DeChanel and written by Scott Frost. Again, family affair, because I'm pretty sure Scott Frost is related to Mark Frost. Oh, another one? And then, <laughs> yeah, I think it might be his brother. I did not check that, but I just assume... Um, and then Caleb Deschanel is we talked about him recently. Mm-hmm. He's married to Laura's mom, I believe. And the Deschanel sisters are his daughters. So we and uh, I don't know the other one's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, the he intro for this episode is a good one. Just cause I feel like it's like written for us kind of a little bit. Or maybe oh. no. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> I'm reading it okay. now and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Um <clears throat> Uh, food is interesting for instance why do we eat why do we need to eat why are we never satisfied with just the right amount of food to maintain good health and proper energy we always seem to want more and more when eating too much the proper balance is disturbed and ill health follows of course eating too little food throws the balance off in an opposite direction and there's the ill health coming at us again Balance is the key. Balance is the key to many things. Do we understand balance? The word balance has seven letters. Seven is difficult to balance, but not impossible if we are able to divide. There are, of course, the pros and cons of division. Interesting. Huh.
1: Yeah, when you first, when you started reading that, I was thinking, this is written for us. Like, yeah. we relate to this. And then it kind of felt like yeah. it got off on a tangent and then just ended. <laughs> yeah,
0: it like yeah, it went off on a couple yeah. of tangents. Well, because at first I was like, "Oh, this is written for us," because we're obsessed with the food mm-hmm. in Twin Peaks. But then it was like, talking about eating too much and being disturbed and ill, and I was like, "Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's not written for us." <laughs> um, and then it just talks about balance and seven and five. Yeah,
1: know. it just kind of goes off. Okay.
0: So, I guess it's all about balance, right? Yeah. That's what this whole yeah. thing sounds like. Um, what's the first thing you think of? When I say balance in relation to Twin Peaks.
1: Maybe Leland and like having to balance kind of his two characters, Bob and himself.
0: Yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but I was thinking Leland too, but that makes sense.
1: What were you thinking?
0: I was thinking Bob and the balance of like keeping the character under wraps kind of. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's like he's totally out of control and there is no balance. He's just, like, murdering like crazy. He almost kills Cooper in this episode. I know. Gosh. Um, Yeah, so it's just like he's totally, you know, tipped the scale and he he has no balance anymore. It's all Bob, basically. It does
1: seem like he's unleashed um like set loose but I was I was thinking about it more because now that we know this big secret that's been revealed it would be really interesting to go back and rewatch the season knowing this information which I'm sure like a lot of people do um yeah and just kind of noticing I was trying to think back and think of all the like what I could remember about Leland and just there were times when we would talk about how strange he was and how bizarre he was and But now I bet looking back, like going back through it, we would realize moments that were like, oh, like that's Bob or something like that. Um, Yeah. And like another thing I remembered was I was trying to remember all the times that we saw Bob um, before the reveal. And every time that we Mm -hmm. saw him was in uh, Leland's house. Whoa. Yeah. Because the first time that we see him, Sarah, Laura's mom, sees him in their home And then the second time is in Cooper's dream. So that's a little bit different. And then the other time that we see him is uh, when Maddie sees him in the living room. So it's pretty much always in that house.
0: Wow. That's really, that's so true. I can't believe I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: It's like, they're just giving it away at that point.
0: That's such a good sign. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't pick up on that. Damn it. (laughs) Why don't
1: we put that together? Yeah. We're like trying to figure out like who Bob is and if he's even real, why don't we think about like, where have we been seeing Bob? We've only been seeing him in their home.
0: Right. Interesting. Um, That is so crazy. I, I like, I'm also blown away by the way that they have been showing Bob. Like it is so memorable. I remember all three of those scenes so well. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: They were but. like they were horrifying. Especially that last one with uh with Maddie. Yes. Like I'm so scared of Bob. Just talking about Bob right now just kind of creeps me out. <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm afraid to like turn and see him start to like crawl towards me. Oh my god. God damn it. Jane, I can't stop, I can't do stop. this stop. podcast stop. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about what just happened, too? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we're, we're just kind of on edge right now because of Bob. And uh, we had to pause real quick because uh, there was, like, a sound on the audio. So <laughs> I I started playing back the audio to see how it sounded. And while I was playing it back, Jane started making this clicking sound, but her mouth wasn't moving. So I didn't think it was coming from Jane. It was behind my microphone. Yeah. See, so like, they couldn't see it, And I just thought it was, like, some mysterious supernatural sound that had showed up on the audio that I didn't hear it just like freaked me out for a second so I'm like Bob's scary. here Bob's here <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're in a really uh, uh,
0: <laughs> high stress environment right, right now I know. <laughs> um, oh I, I, I you know in, speaking of our environment I want to bring up one other thing what? we have official sponsors for the show um I'm fostering two little kittens. Oh. And- <laughs> Alicia helped me name them and we named them <laughs> <I totally laughs> yeah, we named them Cooper and Audrey. Yay. <laughs> and they're adorable. Um Cooper is white and has two different color eyes and Audrey is terrified of everything and is sitting in the corner right now.
1: They're very cute. Yeah, they're super cute. I hope that whoever adopts them keeps their names. Maybe they'll be a fan. I hope they're a Twin Peaks fan. Yeah, that would be amazing.
0: That would be so cool. That's a sign. That's how you'll know
1: who should adopt him. They have to be a Twin Peaks fan. (laughs) It's the criteria.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But just um, naming the cats that, because at first I was like, oh, that would be awesome, like a Twin Peaks name. But now I'm just like, oh, those are really good names. And I really like, like a lot of the names in Twin Peaks are really great. Madeline's a great name. Leland. I don't know. I really, I like, really like
1: the name Audrey. I love that name.
0: Yeah, I do too. Yeah.
1: I might just name my daughter Audrey.
0: I've never liked the name Bobby as much as I do right now.
1: <laughs> Leo. Leo's not a bad name. It's kind of, it's a, Ooh, it's a good name. I love the name Leo. There's a lot of good names. Yeah.
0: This episode opens up with um, this like really ominous music, which they've been doing a lot lately, but I noticed it a lot, I don't know why, but it, it like hit me harder this episode. And it shows the um, Palmer household and Leland, like, and we know, at this point, we know that he's a murderer and we don't know who else knows. And it's just like, it like sets it up to be a really uncomfortable, awkward scene. He's playing golf in the house. Um, and and I was surprised to see that Laura's mom yeah, was Yeah,
1: that's another thing. When you just said, we don't know who else knows about him, I was thinking of, Laura's mom Sarah because one we thought there was a possibility she could Mm -hmm. also be dead um and then did she know about Leland before like I don't know she's acting kind of normal around him
0: yeah they don't show her
1: they show I think they show her like Um, on the stairs they do for a second then she goes upstairs and she's calling his name
0: maybe they do yeah you're right you're right they do um but yeah, you're right. She's acting totally normal. I mean, she crawled down the stairs and then passed out, and who knows like when she came to. But that's still yeah, like who kn- odd. We don't know what and, happened before I that.
1: And obviously, like she's crawling down the stairs and like crying and very distraught in the last episode. So she knows. Yeah. She's just like in denial. I don't. I don't know.
0: I don't know. This whole episode kind of freaks me out because it's very mm-hmm. Leland centric. Like, we're basically following Leland through the town, and everyone who encounters him is treating him really normally, and he's acting mm-hmm. so crazy. Like, he is yeah. not hiding anything. Yeah, it's this not.
1: Episode. He's not hiding. And he may have been doing this the whole time, but now we see everything, you know? We see the real, we, like, yeah, the real Leland.
0: It was really freaking me out. Like, I I don't know. It's just a re- odd reality that, like, even Harry and Cooper treat mm-hmm. him totally normal um because they stop him at one point in this episode he's like swerving all over the road and driving like a maniac and they stop him and they're like oh it's just Leland and then they start like joking around and I don't yeah. know it's
1: really weird well, have, well they're not treating him differently they don't really have any reason to treat him differently either right
0: but he was swerving oh wouldn't you be like what's wrong oh well they, <laughs> they knew just... that he just
1: found out that his kind of like Best friend and boss or co worker just got arrested for his daughter's That's murder. True. So they knew that he was like, he's distraught. They're kind of letting him off the hook a little bit. That's what I felt like it was.
0: You know what's interesting is they're kind of treating him like the way that Twin Peaks audience treats the show like you kind of like accept uh-huh. the oddness of the reality but the episode right before this one took away like the oddness and basically replaced it with like it's not just odd it's like fucking like scary and something's actually wrong with this person he's yeah. not just like singing and dancing he's like crazy and so now we're watching this episode with the knowledge like all the viewers are watching this episode with the knowledge of like this isn't just odd behavior, mm-hmm. like funny Leland being crazy. It's like he's something is wrong, but they still show treating Cooper it like he's just like silly
1: Leland reacting like, to him, like yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's so interesting. I didn't even like realize that that's what yeah. was happening, but I think that's what was making me so Well, it's just the
1: whole the whole way that we have watched the show up until now has completely shifted. Like we were in the right. dark, we didn't know what was going on. Like things seemed silly or weird or off or mysterious and we just didn't really know anything. And now we know. And we know and nobody else in the town knows. So we have this power now. There's like a complete shift in like our viewing ability because before we didn't know just like we didn't know just like Cooper and Harry didn't know we were on the same level as them but now we know and they don't and like everything's changed like our relationship to them as characters and stuff Mm -hmm. it's all changed because we have more knowledge than them it's yeah it's pretty bizarre
0: totally I feel like I didn't have that realization when I was watching this episode and I love mm-hmm. realizing stuff like that while we're discussing it like I feel like it's just this the fact that we're saying stuff out loud and like to each other already makes me like yeah think of things that I wouldn't have thought of and I don't know that's just so crazy it's just interesting thinking of the new perspective that we have now
1: yeah that's why you always say when I try to talk about this show before we recording you're like nope nope save it for the recording and, <laughs> and you're right because it just kind of like comes out when we think of things as we're talking about it and then if we do that before you're like oh we should have f- figured that out while we were recording yeah yeah it's yeah. that's, that's funny <laughs> um, um go ahead so the next thing that happens is so Donna and James come to the house to say goodbye to Maddie because remember in the last mm-hmm. episode um Donna was like oh Maddie didn't tell me she was leaving town you know like saying say g- her goodbye right and Leland tells them that she's already left that he like just yeah. took her to the train station or wherever he took her um, to yeah. go home. And, uh, and it's just like at that moment I was like, Oh, Jane was right. Jane was right. Cause.
0: Yeah.
1: Cause no one knows. Yeah. Cause no one knows if she No, no, She, the only person that she said she was leaving to was James. And it's just like, yeah, it just like puts this weird situation out. Like nobody knows. And it's like, why did she leave without saying goodbye to Donna? It's like, uh, you know, uh,
0: yeah, I'm really curious about where this is going to go next. The yeah. storyline. Um, and we see, I mean, at the end of this episode there, so it's like basically just following Leland through the town and he's carrying Maddie's body with him. He has it in the trunk of his car in his golf bag Yeah. and they show it multiple times in the episode. And then at the end of the episode, they find Maddie's body um, Mm. and it's wrapped exactly the same way as Laura's. And it's so weird seeing that same exact scene again. Like we talked about it last episode, how odd it was to see her get killed.
1: Yeah. The same, it's the same actress.
0: Right. Yeah. But again, it's just like, it really like hits home. They show it again. Like she's dead wrapped in plastic, like same exact thing. Same
1: exact thing. It was really weird. It just kind of felt like deja vu. And it kind of felt like the show is starting over again. Uh, I don't know yeah it was really weird to me because and as a detective like it felt a little
0: heartbreaking to me like it's like you've gotten nowhere in this case kind of thing I know know they're literally
1: back to ground zero because obviously the murderer is still out there this other woman was killed the same way
0: yeah and guess what Ben is in jail
1: yeah so it's not him yeah yeah, I know. I'm really
0: excited for the next episode. I know. It's so
1: weird because last week we were like, oh, this could have been a finale. We could stop watching it now. And then this episode was so good. Yeah. That I'm like, okay, they can go on for a while with this. But it's like, I feel like it, we almost kind of are going in a circle. And it's going to be the same thing again. But, of course, now we have a completely different perspective. Oh, background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going oh. to be an interesting ride. So we'll so see. So maybe
0: it's like... Maybe it's like David Lynch does want you to go back and rewatch the season with the knowledge that Ben is, or that uh, mm-hmm. Leland is the killer, but instead of trusting you to do that, he just like, uses the second half of the show. Yeah. Just, it's kind of seems like what's you. happening. That's so funny. Wow. That's crazy. Cause we are like just about halfway through. So now we have yeah. about the same amount of episodes left.
1: Yeah. That's, we were exactly halfway through last episode. So yeah. it's like literally yeah. the only thing I could think of was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be the same thing again but wow, obviously they're so gonna funny. Yeah, things are gonna be different yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's yeah. kind of like the same idea all over Definitely. again
0: yeah wow yeah it just felt a little heartbreaking for me like cooper's face and um i don't know just that whole scene felt like really disheartening and it's like okay yeah so we are back at grounds here we have no idea who did this ben is in prison it obviously wasn't him leo's in a coma like, yeah, Jacques is dead. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, all of our, like, all of leading your front suspects.
1: Men from the yeah. beginning of last season are like, like they're cut out. It's like, yeah. it's definitely not them because they're either dead or in jail or or uh so or brain dead or, you know.
0: Yeah. So Wow. That's so interesting. I wonder
1: who they're going to. And you know what? Because in the beginning of the first season, when Laura died, the first person they looked at was James. And then they quickly, like, brushed him off. Oh. And now it's kind of set up to be James again for Maddie because he's the only one that she said goodbye to.
0: Oh, my God. There's so
1: many parallels.
0: I forgot about that. Wow. That's so interesting. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, so speaking of Jacques, um, I was just thinking about this. Who, who do you think killed Jacques? Do you think that it was Leland or Bob?
1: Oh yeah, I was thinking about that because there was a point. Oh, when uh, when Cooper told Leland that they arrested Ben for Laura's murder, Leland mm-hmm. acts surprised, and he's like, "But I thought it was Jacques." You know, that's the whole really reason that he right. killed Jacques was because he thought that was a murderer. But then it's like, yeah. So that must be Leland thinking that, right? So then he must so, yeah, have killed so him. I think it was Leland? But then at the same time, it's like Leland's a murderer and Bob's a murderer. Like, he's a murderer on both sides of his psyche. Like,
0: yeah. That's yeah.
1: So, because I want to think that that's Bob and Leland isn't that person. Right. But I don't know, because Bob doesn't really have another motive, any reason to do but that. But it's almost
0: more interesting to think that his split personality is not so split. Like, it's not so half and half. It's really a mixture. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, if Leland because, was capable of murdering, like, which it does. It, I think you're right. Like it does kind of seem like it was Leland, not
1: Bob. Yeah. What motive would he, Bob have? Exactly. And then if Leland killed Jock because he thought he was the murderer, then it must be separate enough where Leland doesn't know that he's the murderer, you know, that Bob's the murderer. Oh,
0: that's interesting. So we find that Ben is, you know, they put him in prison last episode. He looks horrible, <laughs> um, <laughs> and this episode, they're just like him and Jerry are trying to deal with it and figure out a way to get him out. And I felt I thought we got like a got a lot of good Jerry scenes. Yeah, because uh, I really like him. Do you like him?
1: Yeah, he is pretty funny here, pretty incompetent and hilarious. Yes.
0: And <laughs> I like the part. So he's just being a terrible lawyer. They talk about how he lost, he like almost didn't get his um, certificate or whatever. And he is like at at the end of all of this and at the end of like hearing that they actually have like a motive for Ben and they don't have an alibi, et cetera, et cetera. Jerry has a conversation with him and he's like, you know, as your lawyer, I'm advising you to get a better lawyer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That was really funny. And
0: then as as one of his reasons, he's like, your blood may have Laura's fingerprints on
1: it. <laughs> was- oh, yeah. I forgot that he mixed that up. Yeah. And like nobody said anything about it. I wonder if that was an accident or if it was on purpose or, if, you know, if it was like an accident oh. he just kept it. And I thought that was pretty funny. I think
0: funny. that's such a like charming thing to say. <laughs> I, I know. It was that really cute. Um. Yeah. And then the other um, update we get on Ben is Catherine. So Catherine is Ben's only alibi for getting out of prison because he oh, was yeah. with her. Yeah. So he, he was hit with her the night that Laura Palmer died.
1: Oh, and another thing that Jerry says that I thought was funny when Ben told him that Catherine was his alibi, and everyone thinks that Catherine's dead right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry was like, did she leave behind a charred note saying that she was with you? Or it's just like he was just saying silly <laughs> things. like.
0: Yeah. What a dork. Yeah, he was like, how is she? I, I forget what he says, but he asks, like about her bones or something like that. Yeah, he's like, just like making stupid, stupid jokes. <laughs> yeah. I love him. I really like him oh in this episode. Oh, my God. You know what we haven't talked about? What? Um, In the scene with Ben and Jerry, we get a weird little flashback, which we've never gotten before. Wait. Do you remember that?
1: No. The oh, the bunk bed. The bunk beds. That was so weird.
0: Yeah. I totally forgot. I was like, so like confused because they they never do flashbacks really i mean mm-hmm. i guess they did a couple of like murder scenes or like scary things that happened to laura things like but that but not
1: to a time before like right the period of the show
0: yes that's a good way of putting it yeah it was really odd and he was talking about this girl like dancing in their room with a flashlight
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: really interesting
1: but like this so is, yeah, odd. a different kind of style now they're throwing in a little bit. I wonder if they're going to do more yeah. of that stuff this the rest of the season. Maybe that'll be a different thing that they do, is they'll do more flashbacks with the characters from, like, when they were younger. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, this is different. Maybe I don't know if I like that. <laughs>
0: it just seemed like such an interesting decision.
1: It's not necessary.
0: Right. I don't know if I like it either. It just seemed like an interesting decision to, like... Not only do a flashback, but have it be like this story of the two brothers and like, it's a cute story, but it it almost feels like it has a lot of meaning, but within the show it has no meaning. Mm You
1: know what I
0: mean? Like it is a meaningful story. Yes. Actually, I don't know. It's kind of similar to Donna's story about her and those guys that she told to Harold. Yeah,
1: but that was just her telling about it. They didn't actually do a flashback.
0: Yeah, that had to do with this. Right. But I mean, like. It's the same type of thing. It was like a meaningful thing that
1: happened yeah. to them when they
0: were young. That it was like beautiful and. But that, but that, but that more
1: had to do, like with what was happening in the scene, because she was supposed to be right opening up and telling kind of something she hasn't really told anyone to uh, that character Harold.
0: Yeah, but this was so. It at least had to do yeah, with yeah. This was just like like random. But anyway, we were saying that um, Catherine is Ben's alibi, and right now everyone thinks she's dead. So it's like, well, you're fucked with yeah. <laughs> um, and including Ben. And then during this episode, Pete comes in um, and he has a tape of Catherine from present day threatening Ben and saying, like, first of all, like explaining that she is alive. And second of all, she's asking to be given the rights to a recent that recent big purchase mm-hmm. that he did in Um, in exchange for being his alibi.
1: Very smart. Very smart.
0: Yeah. Mm. Super smart. But it was just interesting because he was like, she set me up. Yeah. Like Ben, you know?
1: But how could she know? I feel like, I feel like that couldn't have been her plan. She didn't know that he was going to be arrested for Laura's murder. So she couldn't have figured out this plan until when it happened. And she's like, oh, like now I can like hold this against him but right because she probably had a different plan before and then when he got arrested that plan changed
0: yeah i think so too because she was
1: starting to do some stuff with the his hotel and business stuff with him so she had a different plan yeah yeah definitely um one thing i thought was kind of funny was So when he, after Ben finds out that information, and he throws a fit in the jail cell Uh and he's like throwing around his pillow and then feathers are flying out everywhere and it's just making a huge mess. All Uh I could think about was like, they would not give inmates like nice feather pillows. (laughs) That's all I think about. (laughs) That's funny.
0: (laughs) I just thought it was like funny that he was like, she set me up. I can't believe she set me up. And I was like, she didn't set you up. Like he... had sex with Laura and he like was a terrible person. Like I I won't set you up. She had nothing to do with it. You are guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Well, I guess
1: because when she died, he, remember he was kind of double crossing her? Yeah. But he thought she didn't know. Right. So now it kind of comes out that she knew and she's going to get back what she wants. I'm. I don't know.
0: uh, I don't know if I like that. Catherine is this, like, mastermind Mm -hmm. that she triple-crossed Josie and Ben and pretended to be an Asian man and (laughs) now is completely changing her whole plan because Ben's in jail and, like, you know, blackmailing him against another thing. I don't know. I just feel like it's, like, so much to put on one character. Yeah. Like, two people are trying to double-cross her in, like, two different ways and then she almost gets burned and then, I don't know, just so much is... Yeah, I feel like there's so much conspiracy surrounding her. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: And at the same time, I don't trust her with Pete at all, you know? Like, I don't trust any of her intentions. Uh, I just feel like she's completely using him.
0: I see. Okay, that was the other thing. I don't understand Pete at all in this He's He's episode. like a different character. He's acting yeah. so different. I didn't get him at all. Like, what is happening? He is so happy that she's double-crossing Ben. Yeah. He was like laughing so much and like so happy and just basically like
1: beaming with joy. And I was like, why would he care? Yeah. Do you think he's just- Is he not like Ben? Do you think he's really excited to be involved in a secret plan? Like he was always kind of left out in the dark Aww. before and he's just excited to be involved. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Maybe. But, but you know, on the tape, she talks about the first time that her and Ben had sex. And, like,
1: oh, yeah. And you know, them
0: falling in love and stuff. And It's like
1: doesn't care. It doesn't affect him at all.
0: I mean, do they even have a romantic relationship, him and Catherine? Well, they know. kissed
1: when she first came back.
0: Yeah. But. Like, he's just
1: totally fine with all this, it seems like. I
0: don't understand him at all. And I don't
1: know why either. I don't get it.
0: I thought I understood him. And then this episode, I was like, what? Like, Why? what he seems like the last person that would want to be involved in a
1: scheme. i know he seems like a little kid almost yeah
0: and we get even more revel- revelations with him he goes and talks to harry this episode and tells him that he loved Joseph. oh yeah i
1: didn't really know if i fully got that either like did he mean as kind of like a daughter person or was he saying that he was in love with Josie. I wasn't really sure. It felt kind of gray.
0: I think only because the way he like kind of apologizes for it, I yeah. think he meant he loved her.
1: Yeah, that was weird too.
0: Yeah, because he never really—it always seemed like a mother, like a father-daughter kind of relationship, or you know, friend yeah, yeah. at least. It never really seemed like anything more on mm-hmm. either end. I don't know. That thought that was really weird. And then they have that conversation where they were like, Harry. I've got a bad feeling about this, <laughs> and then Harry's like, "I do too." And I was just like, "What? What are you guys talking about?" It's gone. Yeah, I'm like,
1: "What are we like?" Is I don't know. Are we gonna start getting uh, like scenes of her in Tokyo or wherever she went? Like, it's, it's not gonna make any <laughs> sense for the show if we start like seeing what she's up right. to. Like, yeah,
0: it was really odd. I was like, "Why are we yeah?" I'm like, time I thought like this? Josie's
1: storyline was over, and I'm fine with that. Like, let's move on. Let's not like allude to the fact that something might happen with that let's just let's get over it I'm done with it yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah this episode had a lot of like characters not reacting the way that I would expect them to and not acting Mm. the way I would expect them to um just in the way that everyone is reacting to Leland and the way that Pete has been this episode. I don't know. It was interesting, and what I thought it was interesting too that he said I had to like rewind this like four times when he's talking to Ben and he plays the tape for him and Ben is like freaking out and you know Pete is just laughing it up. He at the very end of that, right before he leaves the room, he says she's a caution, isn't she? Hmm. And I just thought that was like a really weird way of phrasing. I don't know. Yeah. I just kept having her. He it. Yeah. I was like, what is he saying? Caution. But
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway.
1: Speaking of tapes, yes. Bobby, the tape that he found in Leland's shoe, I mean, the tape that he found in Leo's shoe, he plays that. Yeah. And we find out that mm-hmm. it's a recording of Ben telling Leo to set the mill on fire, basically. So now Bobby's right. planning to blackmail Ben. Ben. It's just interesting that Ben is now going to be blackmailed by two different people, both like having to do right. with the tape. And it's just kind of funny.
0: Well, I think Ben is going to be released from jail when yeah. we, You know, after yeah. this episode because Maddie's dead. And he obviously didn't kill her. And so that would... I don't know. It doesn't totally free him up for Laura, but it seems yeah. like the same murder. So they might free him up. And then Catherine...
1: I mean, he's still... I think he's still a suspect, but I don't think they have enough to 100% put him away and then with Maddie's murder and it being the same style that's just gonna gonna be less yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but
0: at the very least what I um, predict is gonna happen he is he's gonna like laugh in Catherine's face and be like I don't need your stupid threat and then like he's gonna (laughs) turn around and have Bobby be (laughs) sitting right there that (laughs) other blackmail
1: that's funny yeah I hope they do the timing of it just like that He like laughs in Catherine's face and then the next moment he like gets the other tape. He's like, Oh shit like not another one. (laughs) Well fuck. And it has to do with the same thing. Um,
0: Oh yeah, that's true, it does. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of, I mean, I know you hate Bobby, but I'm excited for him. No, yeah.
1: no, this is good. He's finally, I mean, Shelly doesn't know all the details about what's going on, but Bobby's like, I'm going to take care of us now. And, you know, yeah. she's like, oh, this is so good. He's like, yeah, I'm getting into business. And, like, yeah. it's like, I'm a yeah, businessman now. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like him a little bit more, even though it's like, all right, Shelly. Oh, Shelley. yay. <laughs> um, there's Hooray. one scene with Shelly. Okay, so...
0: Oh yeah, I wanted to say something really quick. What about the the Bobby and Shelly scene? What is that? What you're about to talk about? I was going to talk about you? Shelley. Um. Well, this Bobby and Shelly scene. Um, she like walks in because Leo threw a bunch of food on her. Uh huh. How gross was that? No. It, what did
1: you think it was? It literally. I mean, I knew it was food, but it literally okay. looked like blood. It was so. It was all over her. It looks disgusting. Looked disgusting.
0: And then Bobby kept like licking it, like he like kept kissing her collarbone and like licking it or like grabbing it with his finger, and I was just like, "Ew, what is
1: happening?" But the thing uh. that made me think about, um, made me think about that, and because I feel like this is the first time they've done something like that with food, where they make the mm-hmm. food look like blood or something more than it is, is I started to well. notice that with. Um, oh wait, have they done that before?
0: Well, the only other thing I'm thinking of is when they kill the bird and, it, like, all the blood is oh, all over the Oh, it's over donuts. the donuts. That's, they do, like, that. Oh, yeah. Which is not exactly the same thing, but... That's yeah, actual blood.
1: But mixed in with the yeah. food. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I feel like this is kind of, like, that, but the opposite. And it came off, to me, mm-hmm. like, a warning. Like, I felt like food represented warning in this episode. Ooh. Because that happens so it was Shelly and Leo and we've been very scared of Leo every episode and we're like waiting for the moment when he kind of wakes up so I felt like food was a warning and by like looking like blood on her and it was Leo that did it oh my
0: god oh my god and then
1: the other time that I felt like food was a warning was um with Cooper at the end of the episode when he's in his hotel room and he has a like a cherry pie or something on his bedside table (gasps) what
0: yeah,
1: Are you- <laughs> no <thing>.
0: I'm just <laughs> really, I'm really on board with you right now.
1: <laughs> and it just the way it looks, it just looks extra, um, I don't know, just something about it. Just I
0: agree and with then you. He does... It's one of the only times that the pie didn't look like Yeah, appetizing. it didn't
1: look appetizing. It kind of almost looked just, yeah, like kind of grotesque a little bit. Like there was too much cherries and it was like a little over the top and he doesn't even eat it. And, uh, and yeah. that moment, that's when like someone knocks on the door and it just felt like, like something's yeah. happening and it felt like food was a warning. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm just so excited because this also ties in with the log lady intro. It makes sense.
1: Oh yeah. uh-huh because, and Off she's talking board. about food. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, interesting. Oh my goodness. I'm
1: very nervous for Shelly. <laughs> we will see. Oh, and then one more food thing um, is w- in the diner with Norma. So new characters in this um, episode are Norma's mom and her stepdad. Oh, yeah. um, but how yeah. her mom is introduced is she takes a bite off of somebody else's plate that she doesn't even know to, like, try the food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I felt like it was kind of a warning for her and, like, this new character that is coming into her life. And it's obviously, like, Norma's mother and Norma's a grown woman. And she doesn't – her mom's, like, staying – yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's
0: a lot of tension. Ooh, oh my god. I, you made me really scared I for Shelly. Because I really don't want a, like, a mirror image of that scene to happen. Yeah, with actual and that's blood what I kind of
1: think is going to happen.
0: Oh my god, no, not really Shelly. We just no. got <laughs> off that.
1: I know. They have to keep taking, or like scaring us and make us think that they're taking away our favorite characters, you know?
0: Hand. okay fine well I guess we should talk about um Norma and Hank oh yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah. Hank's back <laughs>
1: wanders back and everything's fine um
0: for yeah forty eight hours later I was just you know laying no I didn't
1: like how casual he was about it
0: see that's just another thing it annoyed me the way that Norma reacted to him and the way that he acted I was mm-hmm. like that doesn't make sense and that doesn't make sense to yeah. me I never thought that he was like like did you feel like he was that smooth in the way that his character has been portrayed in the past? I
1: don't know. Yeah, it just, like, it did seem a little off. Yeah. The way he handled it. It just didn't really 100% feel like him, him. Who yeah, I never thought he was, like, mm-hmm.
0: a smooth talker, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's kind of how they portray him in this episode. And then Norma is totally, like, won over by him. He's like, sorry, babe, I was just laying low. And she's like, you could just ask for help. And then they're like, they kind of make up. Yeah. I mean, she always kind of looks like she doesn't trust him.
1: Yeah. But, but this is a more extreme situation because he literally just disappears for 48 hours.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, that's the last straw. Like, you're done. Yeah. I don't know. But um, we also, like you said, we meet Norma's mom and Norma's mom's new husband. Mm-hmm. And then we get the reveal that um, Hank and Norma's mom's husband have been in prison together.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. interesting. So, yeah, this is like a new kind of side plot and new characters that I think are going to stick around for a while through the rest of the season.
0: I actually really liked um, the husband. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I was trying to remember, I feel like he's maybe a famous actor. But I don't quite know where I know him from. But I just really liked him. I at first I was like, Oh great, like another like hokey small town guy and mm-hmm. then when he like starts talking to his British accent and starts talking about how he was in prison and <laughs> how he's like a better man now I don't know, I really like him.
1: Yeah, and I, I really like how he was introduced. Like I feel like the way it was done, it was very like quick and to the point and we got a really good feel for his character very soon and I didn't but it didn't feel forced or anything. It's just like, we kind of meet him and he's on the phone and then he leaves his newspaper and you realize he's hiding something in his newspaper. And then the conversation with Hank, I just, I I like the whole setup of his character.
0: Yeah. Me too. It was really Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I agree. The mom I'm
1: like "Eh," about, but yeah, I like the, the new husband,
0: (laughs) but she seemed so like, um, put together and something about her was so like, not glamorous is the wrong word. Um, what am i trying to say she just seems so like classy to me i don't know i like that about her mm. i can't put my finger on it i like something about her she just seemed like a very classy like
1: well she's obviously not from the good mom. area or she's left the town because she said she's only staying for a few days oh they're on their honeymoon
0: people in twin peaks aren't classy mm, that's not what, what i, I say <laughs> <laughs> i know is it funny that they came on their honeymoon yeah it's
1: really Peak? weird
0: yeah um <laughs> Do you ever watch Gilmore Girls?
1: Uh, No. I've, I've just seen, like, random episodes, but not the whole way through.
0: She just reminds me of the mom in Gilmore oh. Girls, who I love. I mean, the, the grandma, oh. sorry. Grandma. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I, I like both of them. I'm, I'm curious. Usually when they introduce a new character, since there's, like, 30 yeah. in this show, I'm always a little wary, but this time I was, like, mm-hmm. kind of on board. I like the
1: way they did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Lucy and Andy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lucy and Andy, and we meet Lucy's sister, who is just like Lucy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> same haircut I know, and And where they talk,
1: it's just yeah, it's really funny. You know immediately, you're like, oh, yeah, that's it was really Lucy's funny. sister. Yeah. <laughs> One, one, two, two three. three. Oh, wait. Do yours quietly. Yeah. Okay. Um. So one thing that I'm confused about is the baby. Because Lucy originally left to go see her sister's newborn baby. But then I right. got the feeling that maybe that's actually Lucy's baby and she never had the abortion. Whoa. Did you think that?
0: No, I didn't. But that that makes sense because I was like, what happened to the abortion clinic? Yeah. Because she, you know, left the number for an abortion clinic. That's right. Which is like, if you wanted to keep your abortion secret, don't leave an emergency number for the secret place you're going mm-hmm. to. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> Very odd. Like, why would you do that? So, I mean, I know um, they made it seem like she had an abortion, but I'm not 100% sure.
0: So you think she had the baby, but it hasn't been that much time. It's only been a couple That's, of days. Oh, wait. You're <laughs> right.
1: You're totally right. It's impossible. I forgot that Twin Peaks yeah. feels like it's over a really long period of time, but right. it's only been like 14 days or something like that. I just kind of realized that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's only been like two definitely weeks. definitely not her baby. I think she had the abortion. So
0: Andy just like can't count. Yeah. I think
1: because <laughs> Andy he sees the baby and the he's babies. like, oh my God. Yeah. He's like, yeah. The baby. And then she's like, oh shoot. Yeah. Oh, I think she had the abortion then.
0: He finds out this episode that he, he could have been probably father. wasn't
1: the father. Wait, I, I think he found out that he potentially was the father.
0: Well, no. Well, he found that out a couple episodes ago when he found out his sperm wasn't dead, right? Like, he found out he could have been the father. He yeah. he thought he was for sure the father. But then today, this episode, I mean, yeah. he found out that the, per Lucy's reaction, he's not the only man she's sleeping with. I think that's what he We Well, thought. he knew that already. Did he?
1: Yeah, because that guy that came in, I think she cheating on that they, him.
0: Though
1: no, they no. We learned that they they like broke up, or they took they were taking a break or something.
0: Oh, right. We did learn that, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I was always confused about the the little speech that she gives to Cooper. It almost sounded like they never broke up, but that she just went on a date with this guy a couple times while she was dating, um, him. Because she was annoyed with Andy and she, like, thought he didn't have his act together. Maybe I'm totally wrong.
1: Well, at least I got the impression that when she told that whole story that... I got the impression that she didn't cheat on Andy because they were on a break. Because she didn't Mm. think that... I mean, it was was very one-sided. That it was, like, completely her because she didn't think that Andy was, like you know like capable of a lot of things and she just needs some space from him but andy still wanted to be with her
0: right interesting
1: so that's how i remember it but yeah i don't know, I don't and- know
0: if i realize it that way but so but i think andy did have a realization this episode where he was kind of like lucy like he was like you know he told her that he could have kids he's mm-hmm. like so i realized that i could have been the father Right, Lucy? And she just kind of looks at him like, uh, I don't think so, because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Dick. And he's like, Lucy? Like, because well, I feel like he realizes he wasn't the father.
1: I, I, See, what I thought of when, I, when that scene happened was that she was like, oh, because she had the abortion. And uh, Andy doesn't know. Or she thinks that Andy doesn't know that she has the abortion. So if it was uh, his kid, it's like she had the abortion abortion for nothing because she thought that it was somebody else's kid that wasn't going to help her
0: oh god so sad it's really sad if if that's what
1: it is it's really sad
0: oh my gosh i think you're right that's crazy (sighs) oh god (laughs) i told i feel like i don't know yeah I, i mean i think i think we're right about that i feel like they really are just using them as like comic relief because once again there's no ed and nadine in this episode oh they like, like switch, switch one out for the other can't have
1: them both in the episode too much because it's just like because both of those storylines don't really have anything to do with anything else yeah 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 they can only do <laughs> one of need some of that you know yeah that's true
0: um i think the only other like big big thing we haven't really talked about is the one our man and like his his uh participation in this episode
1: oh yeah what is That was a little strange too. Do you think that all that was strange? Which part? Well, so it's they have the one-armed man like tied up and he's in the hotel and he's saying like he's close. He's close. And he's referring to Bob, right? Yeah. But I just, like, I was thinking, like, wasn't at that time, like, Leland wasn't around? And I'm just going back and I'm thinking, like, okay, so if Bob is Leland oh. and Leland is Bob, what does the one-armed man have to do with all of this, you know?
0: They're trying to find the killer, which they think the one-armed man can point them to.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, well, they so don't know the it's Leland. Right. But... But I'm still like, what is the one-armed man's connection with Oh Leland? Oh, I see
0: what you're saying. You know? Like, why, does he, why is he able to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's possessed by this other thing. <laughs> like, I think he is possessed by Mike. Yeah. Oh, he's
1: possessed by Mike. Oh, that's right. So maybe the one arm man has the same thing that Leland has? Mm, what do you mean? Like, this kind of split personality disorder or something? Or do you think it's an actual spirit? I don't know.
0: He only encounters it when he stops taking drugs. So maybe it would make sense that it was like, well,
1: I don't know. Like a personality disorder because he's on drugs for it. Maybe. And like Mike and Bob are friends, aren't they? Because in the beginning, it was Mike and Bob, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that kind of makes sense a little bit.
0: Right. I don't know. That's interesting.
1: What else happens with him?
0: I don't know. I, I Well, the other thing that happens with him is that he escapes. Mm-hmm. And then they find him at the waterfall. Um, and then he, at the very, uh, the end of the episode, I think they find Maddie at the waterfall, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, So that's the other thing is he kind of like points them to oh, the. Oh,
1: I didn't even put those two together. That's why he's saying like he's close and he escapes and he goes oh, there. Oh, you're right. Because Bob was just there and dropped off Maddie. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I didn't realize that.
0: Um, okay. So that's pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about this episode. Is there anything else that you wanted to
1: bring up? Um, no, that's, that's everything on my notes too. Yeah. This is a really good episode.
0: Yeah. I really liked it too. I thought it was a little different in the way that it felt like, I think maybe mostly because we followed Leland a lot and I really Mm -hmm. felt like his episode, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. It was di- a little different. Interesting. It, it was
1: different. And I really went into this episode with low expectations too, especially, yeah. I mean, because after the last one, we we're like, we could stop right now. And I was like, what are they going to do for 17 more episodes? But, right.
0: That's Wow. True. That surprised me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so we got a, another listener question. Um, the question is, any predictions of what you think main storylines will be for the rest of season two? Um, do you have anything that you can think of?
1: Ooh, give me a minute. I
0: think we talked about a couple. So yeah. um, one that I can think of is I think that there's going to be um, something going on with James getting uh, you know put on trial for Maddie's murder and possibly Laura's as well.
1: That's true. Yeah. yeah. I can see that and coming the, up.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing is I think this whole Bobby blackmailing. Um, ben might be a thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's so hard to tell with Twin Peaks because it changes course so quickly. You know, yeah. You, like think it's going one direction and then it
1: goes in a completely different direction. Yeah. And um, then I also think that the thing with Hank and Norma's mom and stepdad that are here, ooh. I think something could have could really happen with that because like Hank's been a little bit involved with everyone and everything in the in the show. Yeah, and now he like has someone on his team, you know.
0: Right, and he tried to blackmail him already. Yeah,
1: he has control over him. Like, I feel like he could use him. I feel like some things are gonna go down with that.
0: And something obviously happened at One Eye Jacks that you know he was captive there. Mm-hmm. Now he's back. Yeah, and we don't two know two days later. Like, what
1: the hell happened? I mean, he got out just yeah. fine. So, did he also team up with Jacques' brother? Was it was it right. Renoir? Renard. Renard? Blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. They're like building a <laughs> little No, I think it was Jean. 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 Yeah. They're building a um,
0: gang, it feels like. <laughs> a gang. That's funny. Yeah, it kind of does feel like that. Mm. Um Yeah, what do you what about um Audrey? What do you think is gonna happen to Audrey? I don't
1: know. I mean she hasn't even been that prominent the last few episodes either. I mean after she was right. I mean after the whole one eyed Jack and she was rescued, she's barely been involved so i feel like something's
0: coming i think she's going to be involved i hope she
1: inserts herself into this whole thing again because the reason that she was so prominent throughout the season was because she was obviously into cooper and she was trying to help out with the murder and you know i don't know you know so maybe she'll do the same thing again i'm not sure she seems different too i don't i couldn't put my finger on it she was only in a small scene at the end when she went to talk to cooper at the end of the episode But she just, she looked different, she seemed different, she didn't seem, I mean, obviously she would would be different after everything that happened to her, but she just doesn't, maybe she doesn't seem like the same, like, confident, like, girl anymore. I, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but she seemed different to me, too.
0: Well, I think a lot of the difference between, like, adults and teenagers sometimes is the realization that, like, something like that things can hurt you Um, like as a teenager you you feel feel invincible like yeah exactly and then you grow up a little and you're like oh shit like I have to pay my own (laughs) bills and like everything can fall down on me at any second um and I feel a little bit like that's what just kind of happened to her like she just grew up a little bit and yeah that makes sense she feels like she's like less confident maybe a little bit more timid Mm. yeah but she still like she still has her base yeah. Audrey-ness about her, mm-hmm. which I like. But yeah, I told I get what you're saying. I I felt it too. Um, I'm curious wh- where that will lead. And then Shelly and the whole Bobby and Leo thing. I mean, I feel like something's like we're about to reach a boiling point there. Yeah. Like something is going to mm-hmm. happen. Who knows what? I hope to God it's not what we <laughs> talked about earlier in this episode. <laughs> um, but who knows? I don't know. I don't know it's like uh, in the beginning we were talking about audrey being our favorite character and then you know she ended up <laughs> being held captive in like some stupid dungeon and now we're like shelley's our favorite character mm-hmm. and guess what i feel what? like something's like, gonna happen to her
1: mm-hmm.
0: Not, yeah <laughs> yeah i really do um yeah so i think that's all i got um the log lady was not in this episode She's uh what she's taking a break here. after her
1: big role last episode, you know.
0: Right, <laughs> taking a little nap.
1: Who's your favorite character this week?
0: Let's see,
1: Bobby, Bobby, oh. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you pick him so much lately. Do I? <laughs> Shit, I, like I didn't even realize. It's okay. I like. I do like him a little bit more this episode, so it's fine. <laughs> I
0: love. The, I just thought that scene was really funny and creepy and just, you know also exciting for bobby and just a lot of things a lot of things yeah. going on he's got Who's his hopes yours? up yours? um
1: i think mine was mine's been this episode really why yeah i just when i i don't know just when i think back everyone kind of acted weird this episode or was a little mm-hmm. bit off um including him in a way because I feel like, obviously, everything is getting to him right now. Nothing is going well for him. He's in jail, uh, the main suspect for Laura's murder. He's being blackballed by Catherine. He's soon going to be blackballed by somebody else. Like, nothing is going right for him right now. And he's really letting it show by, like, throwing fits and just, like, I I don't know. I just, I think it's really entertaining and I really liked him. And I'm I'm kind of happy to see him, you know, not doing well. So then he's my favorite character. That's really funny.
0: (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um, food, we talked about what happened in the Shelly and Leo scene. I think that mm-hmm. was the main thing for me. Is there anything else that you can think of? Oh, you talked about all uh, like the dangers of food too. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we already did a good discussion of this.
1: Yeah. We had a good food discussion. Yeah. This episode. yeah. So keep an eye out for food continuing.
0: Um, what about moose head? What's your moose head?
1: I feel like there really wasn't anything this episode. If anything, the moose head was like, all the characters just kind of being, <laughs> being a little weird. off Ooh, that's a good point. yeah yeah but, like there, there for things me that... that
0: were would be a moose head if we didn't know that leland was a killer like what like him the way he was dancing the golf balls in his house like
1: oh, things yeah. that used to be
0: goofy are now like oh shit like unhinged. focusing on
1: his like golf clubs and like going yeah 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 but the golfing in the beginning of the scene with like millions of golf balls all over the living room, that was pretty, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And even Donna and James were snickering at right. it. Right.
0: And then he like gets mad kind of. Did you yeah. See? He's like yeah. laughing at yeah. me. <laughs> and then he like has <laughs> to put back his Leland face. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of this, the Shelly scene. I just thought that was like a funny way to, I don't know. It was just like, it obviously looked like just blood. Like she was splattered with so much blood, but it was like yeah. supposed to be pudding or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, What about, um, oh, what do you rate this episode?
1: I'd give this one, I almost feel, I want to give it a 10. I almost feel bad giving it a 10 because I gave the last episode a 10. And (laughs) last episode, this one was really good, but the last episode was better. Yeah. So maybe just for the sake of like scale, I'll give it a 9.5. All right. But I thought it was solid. (laughs) Loved it. What do you give it?
0: I think I give it. Uh I, I give it a nine. I, I give it a nine. I, I really like I feel okay. like the last episode was like solid and this one was two and it's just they're both really good. They're both so different.
1: They're very different. It's
0: yeah. so odd. Like they feel so different. It's hard to compare yeah. the two,
1: honestly. And it's in it's in the subtleties. Like mm-hmm. the differences were subtle. Yeah, we I couldn't even
0: them. really explain what felt so extremely different, but it felt so, the tone was just so different. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. It makes it hard to compare, but I think I give this one a nine. Um You're right. Like the last one I, I like absolutely loved. I thought it was perfect. Um I actually, th- I wanted to bring up something that I don't think we talked about last episode really quick. Um mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that like that, let's say last episode was the final episode of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um I really liked that david lynch went all out and explained not everything but a lot Mm -hmm. instead of i feel like a lot of the time directors are afraid to do that because it seems too it seems like cheesy or like too much explanation or you know etc 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 but he just like went all out did it and it like came out to be amazing like it was just such a good example of how you can not leave your audience completely in the dark mm-hmm. and still pull off a really great end to a story. I mean, it wasn't technically the end, but like kind of could have been.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not. It's very different for it to feel like an end, and then have still have so much content to keep going at the same time. Right. right. I am curious. I do. I don't know too much about this, but I do want to look up and maybe we can discuss next episode. That I know there was a lot of pressure from, like I guess, the network for him to Mm -hmm. reveal a killer right there was like a lot of pressure on him to do certain things so yeah I I do want to maybe we could just yeah talk about that more next time um just like yeah like what was going on I wonder like what he originally intended to do and what he was forced to do I mean it obviously seemed to work out pretty well I mean we'll see as we continue to watch the show but yeah Yeah. I know that there was pressure on him
0: yeah yeah that would be interesting to talk about Mm -hmm. next week but yeah it's Um,
1: it's working out so far I'm. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, I
0: think so too. I really. I am happy too. Mm. Um, cool. Um, well, that's been our show. Thank you for listening.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Um, send us an email at logladiespodcast at gmail dot com. Um, Alicia. Yes. Um, do you have a question for the listeners to answer this week? Um.
1: What's the homework? Your homework assignment is to.
0: I don't know why I can't think of
1: something right now
0: um I have a really I have a dumb one I have a dumb I have a weird one what is it okay the only thing I can think of right now is um (laughs) if you could be covered in any food that looks like
1: blood (laughs) (laughs) what food oh my god i feel like we could get some really weird answers on this i know one.
0: i actually yeah i almost regret that i
1: feel like that could be really creepy it could prob- you know yeah let's just try and creep us out come on do it <laughs> creep us out
0: maybe we should start answering our own questions on the next episode okay like would that be interesting yeah so next episode we'll tell you what food we would be covered in
1: yeah instead of being at a like a location in twin peaks we're just gonna be covered in some weird food next week perfect like in real life yeah like, <laughs> let's do the podcast in person just like we are in a we'll take a picture place in
0: twin peaks in real
1: life we we actually have Alicia. to do this now jade <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um all right yeah so thank you for listening thanks you guys